Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, Austin's number one fantasy sports show. It's the Wagner Wire, presented by Audiovisual Consultations. What would you say you do here? I am the eyes and ears of this institution, my friends. And manage a baseball team. Little League? Fantasy League. He's worth a million in prizes. It's our fantasy baseball draft. Your fantasy what? The fantasy baseball. I told you all about this. Got Matsui. All your fantasy sports updates. It's a numbers game. Now, the host from the East Coast. Here's Wags. That was pretty classy. Austin, Texas, and everyone listening outside of our Berg on the Horn app. Happy Independence Weekend. It's the Wagner Wire, 1049, 1019, AM 1260. Stream this sucker live at hornfm.com. Myself, the Smash. We got Chad Hastings behind the glass. You can hear us all three hours and also hear the podcast every hour. It's either up on Megaphone or Spotify. Make sure you download that Spotify as well. We got a great show for you in about, um, I guess, 30 minutes. We got Al Walsh coming on to talk about all the green that you need in your pocket. Now, look, Al Walsh is going to be trying to find himself a little bit of green because he's uh, out there trying to get a little 18 in there, Smash. Right there. I'm at Not the Fake Wags. Smash is at The Smash Simmons. And C. Hastings, is it 1049? Did I still get that? C. C. Hastings 1049 or is it Chad Hastings 1049? C. Hastings 1049. Behind the glass. I mean, a jack of all trades, and it's uh, one hell of a leadership um, type of, uh, I guess, I don't know, um, for lack of better words. What? That's what you want to see out of your captain. You want to see him go into the trenches with you. Exactly. You know? it, it, it's it's leadership, Lead by by example. Exa- leadership by example, for lack of better words, when the captain comes in here and has to run the ship. So, much appreciated, Chad. Thank you. I know there's some place that you'd rather be on your 4th of July weekend. You have no life. absolute proof of that. Uh, I don't, but I'm just I'm speculating. It's a good guess. Of. I mean, you're, you're, it, you're, you're playing the odds. You're playing the odds, though. I appreciate that. But, I mean, I mean, you weren't just here for us. You were here, you know, for the show before. So, very much thank you, sir, for, uh, for leading us in and off these Austin Radio Airways. Hey, man. You know, deal with the, you, you deal with the WAG side of it. You deal with Peter reports. You got to be ready for all of it. You know what I'm saying? Be ready for everything. <laughs> hey, man, that's why you're the jack of all trades, dude. All right, we got a good show. Hey, there is a lot going down in the NBA, the association. A lot of people getting that bag, securing that bag smash. We'll have Keenan Womack on to talk about that in the second hour. Like, where's my bag? Um, <laughs> you know, we still got to we got to scrap. We got to be like that mouse, right? That's in the uh, that's in the whipped cream that turns it into butter. That way we can climb out. Where, where is that man, from, man? I don't God, know. You don't I've know never what? seen that. Um, it's um, it's a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Really? Yeah, it's uh, Christopher Walken, Leonardo DiCaprio. Catch me if you can. Oh, Catch me if you okay, can. okay. Yeah. Good. What do you got planned for this weekend? Anything crazy? Man, well, uh, let's see. I just got back from Houston last night. That's why I'm still H-Town, wearing. Huh? Yeah, that's why I'm still wearing these glasses. That's a long day. Uh, I it, thought you were just trying to look like Macho Man Randy Savage. Nah, I did change the lenses this time, so they have more <laughs> glare, more shimmer. Did so. you hear that last week, Chad? What's he that? came in here. We did the Mega Powers exploded because he came in here looking like uh, Randy Savage. With the same glasses. Dude, the glasses look excellent. <laughs> oh, thank That's you. fantastic. I was like, man, I paid 100%. enough for them. I got to get my, my, my wear during this bright, bright summer, right? But, like, uh, no, I'm going to pile into a car after this and then drive to New Mexico to go Dude. see people. It's like he's going to stare into a candle for 10 hours, <laughs> what it looks like. Yeah, basically. That's what's going to exactly happen. I do happen. it with one eye and then wait till, the, wait till the flame gets small. Bring in the little creamer. <laughs> Cream of the crop. <laughs> Oh yeah. 
Ooh, when I'm this high sometimes, Hawkster, I never want to come down. Dig it. Elizabeth, will you marry me? Oh, man, that was so difficult. They were actually divorced at that time period, too. So That's great acting. Shout out to TikTok. All right, look, and, and I'm going to have coming in hot here in just a minute. So, and, and it does deal with social media. But shout out to TikTok, right, for, for doing these, I don't know if they're tributes, but they're series stories. They're small series stories about wrestling and WWE. So they just had the 25-year reunion of um, Hell in a Cell. Oh, you're talking about and, the anniversary yeah, of the Undertaker versus McFoley match. One hundred percent. And and you want to? I mean, it's it's a match, but it's basically McFoley enduring just a wrath. <laughs> yeah, it's of the Taker. I mean, from and, and the only I think the only shot that Foley got was when the Taker was climbing up the cage. That's about it. I really do. I, like, I mean, that and that is, as soon as Taker gets up there, it, it's it's a body slam. It's on. I mean, hell, Foley's teeth come tooth comes oh. out. And he's in its it's in its nose, dude. I know for, too much. And I say about it. This. I say it because Foley is mankind. Well, I think in that match they do a great job describing it. Foley or mankind. Um, Mick Foley, all of his cactus jacket. That day would have been that day would have been mankind. He all, yeah. yeah, but he all came into Mick Foley, right there. Like when he fell off that cage, like the the crowd saw him as wow, like oh. this dude. Also, let's remember the one Undertaker detail: broken ankle going into the match. Yeah, great. And then he had, and you could see it too. Like, and I didn't know that, but rewatching it, when he comes down off the cage, you can see him yeah. come up. Big, yeah, he's big seven footer climbing all the way top of that hell in the cell with a broken ankle to start. Did it twice? Didn't he have to? Didn't he have to climb uh, up there twice? Correct. Yeah. That's correct. That is correct. Twice. But dude, that's 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 not the craziest thing. The craziest part is like, okay, so after the fall, after he gets thrown off the side of the cage and goes through the table, Foley, you know, they do the spot where they put him on the gurney oh, and he rolls God. back down. Well, his his shoulder is actually separated I at that point, about that. and then he has to climb back up. This is a guy that doesn't exactly look fit. He's like oh, a legit sure. six foot six, but he's like heavy. And then he has to climb back up the cage when he's already not the most athletic guy and then do it with a separated shoulder. I mean, how tough is that, dude? And dude, and you can see him. You mentioned the gurney. You can see when he gets off the gurney, he's holding his shoulder. He's, I mean, that thing is just, that thing is just lying there, man. Yeah, and man. he's holding it. He's like, he's got a tooth in his nose. I'm going up one more. He, and I kept, when I was going back and listening to the commentary, he, he was so dead set on the damn Tic Tacs. He had to get the Tic Tacs into his back. Like oh, that you're was, talking about the thumbtacks. That, or the thumbtacks. Yeah, 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 Tic Tacs wouldn't have been near yeah, exactly. as dangerous. Exactly. He just wanted, I would do Tic Tacs in a match. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he wanted to use a Tic Tac probably to replace the tooth. But any, but the, it was definitely, um, yeah, it was thumbtacks, man. He had to get the thumbtacks into his back, and I remember that's all. Cal- that's all. Um, Taker was was talking about the entire time was, man. All he kept saying was, just put, you know, we got to get to the thumbtacks, Taker. We got to get to the thumbtacks. And he's like, and he's out of it. He he can only. And this is after he comes to being thrown off the cage, and then thrown through the get, cage, thrown through the cage, and then to, through the table, and then getting yeah. off, getting off the gurney. And you talk about one hell of a warrior, man. Perseverance at its best, right there, dude. I got goosebumps talking. It's we're talking about wrestling. I got goosebumps. That's the best well, part about it. It's, when it's real to wags, on. man. <laughs> well, Wrestling's not fake, David Arquette. I mean, I actually met that guy. Chad's crying in there back. Like he's really got one. I've met crying, no, Dave. He's actually a pretty decent guy. Gets my eyes going. <laughs> gets it. Gets it happening. I got this thing that my dad has, where the eyes have now. It's like turning old, right? This happened to my dad during a Slayer concert, and I said, Dad, are you tearing up for Slayer? And we just laugh about it. So now, yes, I start tearing up, literally, and I've got to, like, wipe my eyes because we're talking about that match. Wait a minute. You're kind (laughs) of like that dude in the Bond movie who's the Bond villain that's, like, leaking blood out of his eye, but yours is just, like, tear duct. I wish it was that cool. I wish it was, like, a horn toad. Yeah, that's pretty I wish it was, like, the horn toad thing. Just, like, it's, like, an allergy type of thing, and my dad takes a pill for it. Now I got to take the pill. I had it, I had like a uh, like a sty in my eye this morning. It's still kind. Of, it's not a sty. It's definitely like a hair or like an eyelash or whatnot. But and it happens frequently because my eyelashes are so long. I got such. Oh, you got those Betty Davis eyes. I, I got Betty. Da- oh, Kim Kim Carnes. Ooh, that's a great me, song. Yeah, that's a really good. Song. You gonna hit me with Kim Carnes already? I wasn't ready for that, man. All right, y'all want two more real quick things on the match? Absolutely. I was just talking about it. We look nerd out. Yeah, sure. I may have to close my eyes while I tell you because I'm so sure. emotional. But uh, <laughs> this this week I heard two things that I – one I kind of remembered, then the other one I'd forgotten. 
So the other incredible thing is that, remember, Foley does a run-in on the last match of the night. Stone Cold and Kane followed that match. And Stone Cold always talked about how tough it was. Foley was scheduled to do the run-in. He still did it after all that he went through. He still did a run-in at the end of that match. But then the other thing I haven't ever heard, Jeff Howe told me from uh, Light to Tower, huge wrestling fan this week. He was listening to, I think, a podcast, maybe Bruce Pritchard or something, going through every little detail. He said, and this is what you were talking about, Wags, they get to the locker room after all of it's over, everything, and he says to The Undertaker, man, I'm so, I just got, it sucks we just didn't get to the tax. The tax. <laughs> and The Undertaker looks back at him like, Mick, we did the tax, brother. And literally there were 20 or 30 tax in one of his arms at the time, but he was so out, out of, it of it and just, you know, whatever he'd gone through, he still thought they hadn't done the tax, even after all that. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. And they did it. They did it twice. Like he slammed him twice on the tax. Uh, incredible. The tax didn't stick that well yeah, the first I time. You and have I to think, make sure. I think that's where Nick was kind of like in. He was he was in and out of the match. He talks about right. And I think the the first time where he was getting slammed on the the tax is where he was kind of in. And it and it didn't stick. And then right after that, he went out again. And that's why he's, that's probably why he was backstage saying, Taker, man. And I love, oh, my God, and I got goosebumps again. I love how that he still, both of them, both of them address, like, you hear Taker call him Jack instead of Mick, right? And you hear Mick call Mark Taker, which is just, it's just so awesome to their characters. And, and one more thing before we, we get off the of wrestling. I, w- I would love to do an interview with, with Undertaker because for the, the two decades – that he wore that mantle, right? He didn't. He didn't go outside of wrestling. You know what I mean? He didn't. Uh, he didn't don another persona or, or anything like that. He was true to that mantle. Well, dude, he, he had the one shift, and and and, Ke- and uh, Chad knows what I'm talking about when he became the American badass, and he was like, all of a sudden, it's biker uh, taker. Oh, biker take. Yeah, well, right, they let him be a little more normal there. Yeah, yeah. a little more, a little, a little experimentational, but. but- to Wags's point, the he fact, always stayed Taker. He the, always yeah. went with Taker, and literally only in the last what? Uh, help me here, Justin. Five to ten years has the Undertaker done interviews at all? Yeah, at yeah. all. At, at, at most, maybe. It's you mean like been like three or four years? And yeah, you're well, right. He was well, always one of those brand, guys man. that was not out of persona. He was always in character. Like you kind for of for two feel, decades, man. That's 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 tough, dude. Man, I remember. And maybe he, that's a little bit of safety for you. You know what I mean? To to protect your, your when family that's your character. I'm assuming it is because a lot of that character is just being quiet. So I guess if I see you in the mall and he's just quiet, but that's still got to be tough, man. You're just with your kids. You're like at Hot Topic trying to pick up a T-shirt, you know, and then you got to be the Undertaker. Looking for a badass skull. Yeah, oh, right. Taker's in here at Hot exactly. Topic in the skull. Or even worse, they catch him like at J.C. Penney's looking at like <laughs> like red golf shirts, you know, like some, for his dad. Right? Sweet pair of Sperry's, dude. Yeah, you know, he's going to get something for He's shopping for his mother-in-law or something. It's like, hey, man, it's Taker. <laughs> You got any designer fragrance pop? He's like, all right, man, hand me the urn. I got to get into the taker thing. You ready for coming in hot? You good? I didn't. Uh, I was trying to wait until the eyes were were clearing up just a little bit. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. We were just talking about social media and how TikTok was doing a great thing, showing tributes to wrestling and documents. Documentaries? Documentaries? Documentaries. Documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. English is, tough. English is tough on Independence Day, you know? <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk got the entire Twitter social media handles hot as hell yesterday and over you know this past weekend with the tweet limits. Have you guys seen this? The tweet limits. If you guys don't want your restricted tweets, all you got to do is subscribe, or all you got to do is just get that blue check mark, just pay a little bit, and we'll let you have more tweets. I love this. People are so peed off about this, but I actually love this. You know what? And I'm not trying to sound like an old head. I know exactly that's where everybody's going to be. Oh, Wax, you know, you just, you're taking away our, our modern day newspaper. Um, no, dude. I'm telling you to go outside. I'm telling you to jump in a river. I'm telling you to try and find a little bit of safe trouble. You know what I mean? You know what kind of trouble that is? Safe trouble. Go, go paddleboard on the lake. Go be... And this is coming from a gamer, too. Like, this is coming from a dude that plays video games a lot. 
very frequently. All right, I I I am highly adamant on video games, and I, I I you know encourage a lot of people to play video games, but still get off the social media and go outside. Stop hating on each other. Go outside and be in nature, man. Go for a hike. There's a lot of great places to go around Austin for a hike. There's some excellent bike shops around here. Go get yourself a bicycle. 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 Go get yourself a bicycle, man, and go ride yourself a trail around here. There's so many green belts around here in Austin. Go do something. Thank you, Elon Musk. I'm not trying to sound like an old head, but thank you, Elon Musk. And that is why I'm coming in hot. Your remarks, Smash. Nah, not with it, bro. No? I'm totally against you I on this. I knew it. I so knew it. I so knew we it. We all knew that this was going to be the follow-up to his failure with Twitter Blue. Look, are you guys just now understanding? He wants Twitter to fail. He Don't you guys get it? Don't you get it? Well, at, don't you get it? Well, first it was like a big gamble. This where is my was- life! <laughs> Where it was all like, hey, I'm going to make this better. And I'm just talking about making it better. And then he put his money where his mouth was. And then he couldn't actually come through with what he said. Hey, look, in so 30 now, minutes from now, you're going to forget everything that I just said, all right? Well, I was but gonna, this is my life. I, I, I was going to say in 30 minutes from now, I'm going to have my Twitter account suspended. I'm just kidding. That's Augie, you know? man. I'm just giving you a little bit of Augie on Independence Day. Oh, man. But, like, yeah. I'm just all like, we all knew that he wants you to pay for Twitter. Eventually, that they were going to have to find some way to circumvent everybody being like, no, I'm not paying for it, and this is it. So This is a win-win for him. Yeah, pretty much, because either he's going to get the money or he's going to crash Twitter. Either way, <laughs> it works out. I mean, he has all the money. Either way, it's going to work out for him regardless. He has all the bloody money. Yeah, real bloody. <laughs> is it is it blood money? I was going to say, if it comes from South American no, diamonds. it's not blood money. Or we're South not, African not, diamonds. Hey, Leo. Leo, uh, Leonardo Leo? DiCaprio. We're gonna leave that off the table. There. Second, Leonardo DiCaprio reference, reference here, man. What are we in the doing? first twenty minutes? Huh? Do I got a do I got a crush for Leo here? And we didn't even talk about Titanic last week. So there was definitely a lot of room on that raft. Oh, dude, oh, there was man. definitely a lot of room. On raft, there was more than dude. enough room on those rafts. All right, so yeah, I so never understood that. So that Just is put Jack on there, bro. <laughs> so, so so you complete misrepresentation by using the word raft. That was fantastic. Yeah, what, what, There's what, a lot what, of space on that raft. If you've yeah, not seen the movie, don't watch the movie. But it's this incredibly large, like river quality raft. It's supposed to be a piece of. There's just onions. There's just onions for half the raft. I don't understand. Bro, if that raft is good enough to you put- You can fit two dogs on there. It was like the broken hunk of a door. It, was, yeah, it wasn't it was, a raft. It was supposed to be debris, but it was a raft. The prop was a raft, it looked like. There was a lot of room. It, it was big like, enough for a raft. Seemed like a large door. Seemed like a large door. <laughs> to be, large door. To be fair- in That the le- description's probably a lot more accurate. <laughs> to, in The Legend of Zelda, if that's good enough for Link to travel to- And you that's know- exactly where my first, my, my first thought went to Link when he w- went across the lake to level three exactly that's exactly what i was saying and it about was it. a little piece of wood it was debris that he got across we're not talking about the oregon trail here yeah we're not talking about an inflatable raft of an air pump or anything special like that no it's like you a don't need to wood. pull the cattle in and forge across the river here chad <laughs> and no get your ammo that was the greatest like one of the greatest games of my life of course you had to like uh you had to do your your mathematics tables or whatnot you I had know. to do your two plus two well I only Those got to like edutainment three, games, the what? It was called edutainment. Oh yeah, that was, yeah. I like, always called them DOS. Ever, I just called them DOS games. Did you like, ever play yeah. like Number Muncher, Super Muncher? It was kind of like a Pac Man, but like, oh it had, yeah, like, the but boxes. you had to solve your you had to solve your. I played a lot of Lights Out. Lights Out. I don't remember playing Lights Out. So you would have to you'd have to do your multiplication tables, and then after ten multiplication tables, you'd get to try and. There was, it was like a pattern, right? It was yeah. like it's kind of like Rubik's cube type of deal. Like if this light pattern's on, or if this light's on in this window, which light do you hit here to get the rest of the lights out? What? Yeah, it was wild. Never was cool. seen that. Okay, I'm gonna have to check a, that out. It was a fun little simulation. But I do remember playing Day of the Tentacle. What is that? I just feel you never played a Day uh, Day of the Tentacle. No. It's like it's made by Lucas Arts. It's the same company that makes Maniac Mansion. It's the same exact point and so click I, style. I, I got a vivid imagination here. I, I'm I'm thinking about something expanding from your body and trying to get me. Well, not Japanese style. We're just talking about like what are you oh. talking about Japanese. What is Japanese style? Oh, I, were, I, I got you. Oh, yeah, 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 I got oh, you. Yeah, no, right, yeah. The final racehorse crosses the lake. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Oh, it's early. <laughs>
that's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, no, bro, I'm not talking about that. It's just it's just a game where the tentacle is kind of like the aliens oh from The my. Simpsons where they're here to try to take over the world, and one of them is mad because he became coherent because the scientists, you know, he had a bunch of experiments that going was, on. That was a good game. Bart Simpson versus Space Mutants. No, it isn't. That's an awful game. What are you talking if you were bad at it? Yeah, because the controls suck. No. Let, we can go. So, I can sounds, load like up, a, sounds like a skill issue. I dude. can go load up the ROM for you. Those 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 controls in that game are awful. Sounds like a skill issue. Hey, we got to take a little bit of a break here. We're gonna see if Al Walsh is ready to go. I think he's at the turn getting a glizzy. Once he gets the glizzy <laughs> down, we're gonna see if he can get on here and talk about the green that we need in our pocket. It's the Wagner Wire on one four nine one zero one nine. Every hour, brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. Don't go nowhere. A hundred ships a day Lonely sailors Pass the time away And talk about their homes And there's a girl Smashing notices In this harbor town uh, Let me see, I know the name of the song is Brandy Brandy I'm trying to remember who sings it But I think, it, are, aren't they a one-hit wonder? Uh, are they one-hit wonder? What you? It's a pretty random name yeah, I'd call this got to be a one-hit wonder. I don't remember any others, but the yes. Looking glass, right? Very yeah, good. There you looking go. glass. There you go. This is crazy. All right. My wife was just going over this list. We were listening to, like, you know, serious radio stuff. They had the top 1,000 songs of the 70s. 1,000 songs. Number one, number one was American Pie. By Don McLean. Okay. Number two, the entire decade is Let It Be by the Beatles. Number three is this. No three. Way. No way. The whole Yacht decade. Rock. Yacht Rock. Now, hold on. This is Yacht Rock, though. Yeah, the whole decade of the 70s. Can you believe that? That is remarkable. This song is what it is. I just don't know if it's quite that good. Hold it's on, like, though. which of these does not belong? American Pie, Let It Be. And Brandy from a western town. Well, my, you know what I'm saying? My one question, though, is it American Pie, the full version, or American Pie, the radio you gotta edit? you got to take it all in its entirety. There's, n- there's no such thing as a radio edit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no such thing. Except no radio edits. <laughs> full song. All of its entirety. Like, this This is a gem. There's like 17 verses in American Pie. <laughs> yes, all of them get him to number one. This is three. Bronze medal in the 70s right here. Okay. Ma- I, you know what? I could argue that this was probably a close silver. Just ask Star Lord. Just ask Star. <laughs> and he, it was. It was on the list. It's a big deal. It was. On, it was on volume one. It was on volume one of Star Lord's jams. And if that's not enough for credentials, then I don't know what is. Man. The Looking Glass, Brandy. What a good life you would be. Such a fun. And it's such a hard like. And it's it's like right in my. It's right in my break. It's just right in my break. Oh, right where you? <laughs> you know, have, have, are you a singer, Smash? No, we haven't gone over this. You're a fine this. girl. <laughs> I was like, I wish I could, though. Such a fine girl. And then when you said break, I thought you were making a water joke there for no, a second. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you're right in my break. Like, so, so but, but that's fantastic. We went through the entire song of Brand. I mean, I think that's why it was number three. It's like the perfect amount of time. It was the seventies. Everybody's wearing leisure suits. Everybody had that Everybody's nose powder. Leisure you know, suits. everybody was having a good time. No worries. They just wanted to smell it. That's all. Yeah, they just, just wanted to smell the, le- the leisure tickled. suits and the nose powder. Just tickled that's a little bit. You know, that's great. You know, you know who's really good at smelling it? Well, no, at leisure suits. <laughs> well, at leisure suits and golf. I imagine plays... he's got that cigar with him right now. Uh, yeah, I th- he might have a glizzy. I think he's at the turn. I think he's trying to get down a couple of glizzy. Let's go to the Vaquettos Cafe and Cantina Hotline on this fine Sunday morning and welcome on our guide, the obligatory go-to, Bayonne's own Al Walsh. You can find him on Twitter at 14A.Walsh. He's in the swing of things. Hey, how about that? That's a bad dad joke, Walsh. <laughs> What's up, brother? Walshie! Yeah, we might be making radio history right now. Are we? Are, like, 
so what are you are you doing really good on your card or are you challenging Joey Chestnut for the Glizzy contest? Like what's going on? So I double I double bogeyed on the first oh. hole. I'm walking up the fairway right now on the second hole. Uh you know, I just didn't want to have the motor in the background. You know, just being being uh friendly friendly audio to the people. No, I, I love today. it. Being being very courteous. And you know what else though? Like the walk too helps you get in focus. You know what I mean? Like, there was one time when we were playing up here, and Walsh is a, a quick golf story, and I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but it's the first time. And one of the the times that I've consistently gotten into the 90s. Remember, I, I actually think I called you bragging about it. I, I, I hit this thing on a par three, and I, I'm usually very terrible at par threes. I usually get like five, six. Sometimes I have to concede the hole on a par three. I know the feeling. It's tough. But I hit this sucker on right, 15. Uh, I, hit it re- I hit it great. I hit it I hit it perfect, man, and it sat there within probably inches of the cup. And my buddy Virgo is just like, get in the cart. Get in the cart, Wags. And I'm just like, nah, I'm going to walk up. He goes, that's what I'm talking about, boy. He's going to walk it up. It was my first birdie of the day. And you know what? Consistently, man, I've been consistently in the 90s playing. It really does. Now, I'm not low 90s, right? But that day I was 91, okay? But I'm not consistently no or consistently low. But that's what happens with golf, man. It's it's up and down. It's like a roller coaster of emotions. And then finally, and and smash. I was like, I was in the 120s, man. I was bad. I was really bad. <laughs> but things started to click. I started to let the clubs do the work, and I started not to use, you know, over muscle. You know what I mean? And over swing. And just and started to. I listened to Samuel L. Jackson say, if you can get the ball within 20 to 30 oh. <laughs> feet of where you're trying to get it to go, you're doing something okay. I and so you're... that's when it, it was just like, all right. Area, area targets, not like, precise targets. You're listening area to targets. Samuel L. Jackson. I thought you were talking about the other ah, word dude. that he was famous for. And I was I like, that's, talking about that smash. I was oh, like, well, that sounds perfect Samuel for golf. Jackson, actually, that's bad. So Walsh, how are you? Good morning, brother. How are you? That's a that's a long <laughs> little little golf. How's the how's the golf doing? Two bogeys, man, and you're walking up now. What what are we looking well, at? Oh no, double double, double. On the first. Uh, hit a hit a tree on the second shot on the approach. I'm about to take my second shot right now on the second hole. So oh, well, here we go. All right, we'll be quiet for you. I brought I brought the wrong club with me, but it's okay. And now Walsh. There we go. There we go. On hole three, sits in. Oh, that's beautiful. That's I'm going to too. It did that. I tell you what, it, it sounded great, Walsh. Thank you very much. Thank that for we heard the contact. You hit good ball strike on there. Tiger Woods would have been great if we were playing uh, Tiger Woods golf on PlayStation or whatnot. The, the, did you hit the backspin? Did you tap on that? <laughs> you get a little fade on that. Did you get the backspin? I did. I did. I did. I had, I had to come with a low line drive up in there, but uh, no, we're looking good for uh, you know maybe a little birdie chip here. <laughs> Walsh, this is we are we are making radio history. I never had a guy try to give me uh, advice about gambling and stuff. Well, well, um, advice about sports consulting, sports numbers consulting. We can't say gambling here, Greg Abbott. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, I'm sorry, uh, but yeah. Um, so we're doing a little sports numbers consulting here, Walsh. And whenever you get done taking your uh, taking your next swing here, you go ahead and let us know what you got going around the uh, the diamond here. Oh no, I'm ready to go, man. All right, I got, well let's I got three I got three winners in there today. By the way, just want to <laughs> let everybody know. After last week was a disaster. I think I came on the show and the picks that I gave went one and four. Yeah. But it was okay. this 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 week has been phenomenal. Twelve one and one. Right? I mean it's just it's been one heck of a week, so that's Yeah, you went perfect yesterday too, by the way, didn't you? I went perfect. Well, so three of the last four days, and there was a push in the mix somewhere there too. So, but eleven zero and one since Tuesday. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, let's go around the diamond today. What are some of your favorites? Ooh. Well, we've got the uh, the Marlins and the Braves today. Definitely like over eight, uh, Sandy. And listen, it's it's on paper. It's a good pitching matchup. We got. Alcantara going against Steven Strider. But, I mean, Alcantara has not been – he just has not been the guy that we know. Right. So, we're going to go over eight and a half on that one. And also, too, the Marlins are trying to avoid a sweep. So, we definitely – you know, we like the uh, the energy that they're going to come out there with today. 
Uh, well, how about the Rangers going up against the uh, the Strohs here, finishing up this series of the best players or the best ball club in Houston? What you got? Anything that you like there, Walsh? Uh, I don't have anything on that one. Uh, and again, it was a limited morning, so no, yeah, I, I kind of just went where the where the data was going. Kind of the same as it's been all week, but. Um, how do you feel about some Cardinals Yankees? Couple two uh, two traditional MLB squads. Though. I like. I'll tell you what. I like the Cardinals here, man. I know the Yankees bats are starting to wake up just a little bit here. But look, you talked about. We kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, Paul Goldie, right? Goldschmidt, the Bobcat here from Texas State. He's one of the best. Uh, look, it's it's fair to say that he's one of the best first basemen in in MLB, but I'm going to sit there and say that he's the best first baseman over Freddie Freeman. We kind of touched on that just a little bit. Without yeah. without Goldschmidt, Walsh, the Redbirds here are in trouble, man, and they kind of need him just to breathe the, a little bit of fresh air into this. We got Montgomery on the bump today going up against Garrett Cole. Now, look, I know he's nasty. He throws a lot of filth for the pinstripes, but it's somehow I like the Redbirds at home hosting the Yankees. Yeah, that's Hold on. You're not going like, no, right to like it. But you're probably not going to like <laughs> me taking Cole or taking Montgomery over Cole. I understand. Oh, wow. that. Come on. No, absolutely. Hey, listen, if you uh, <laughs> if you follow me on if you follow me on Twitter, right? You follow me on Twitter, you already saw that I had the Cardinals on my card today. Right? So, listen, this just it it speaks to the line that we're seeing, right? Like Garrett Cole against Jordan Montgomery. We're supposed to we're supposed to see you know, like, you know, when Garrett Cole is pitching against somebody, supposed to be the top pitcher in baseball, supposed to be at least, at least a minus 130 favorite. Right, right. Uh, minus 140 probably in this matchup. But what you got to think about here today, too, Jordan Montgomery, uh, former Yankee, he definitely wants to bring, bring his A game against his former team today. So uh, I, I think that's, you know, it says it, it all in the number right there. Right, like this is this is one of the things that we deal on a regular basis. One hundred. Like, it also. I also like the, the emotional. Old, the old adage. Go ahead, Walsh. The old adage: If it looks too good, if it looks too good to be true, it usually is. True, true, true. Um, but also, so I that, I like that, the emotional front the too. Absolutely, absolutely. But again, too, like Cole is supposed to be a much bigger favorite on a regular basis. So seeing him, I mean, he's my, he's minus one fifteen for that, right? Like that's not that's not the number that you want that guy at. So. No, not now. You guys are on the golf cart, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. on there. I'm just making a quick turn. I'll be down here in a minute. <laughs> no, nah, that's good, man. All right, so let's go over the Rays and Mariners, bro. Let, let, what do you want to do here? I like Bradley. Uh, you know, Bradley on the bump going up against Castillo here. Um, still, regardless of Bradley's ERA on the road, the Rays are just nasty, man. I don't think the Mariners have the offensive output to go against uh, – um, to go or to actually help out Castillo here. I think um, I think Bradley gets it done, spinning filth for the Rays. And then look out, uh, look out Mariners, man, because the Rays are up in town. They're going to finish this thing out. Taj Boogie got blasted his last time out uh, against the Diamondbacks. But, I mean, listen, this is one of the better pitchers or one of the better younger pitchers in baseball. So how many times have we seen it, right? We just saw Domingo Herman. He gave up 10 runs in one start, and then he comes back and he, and he like, throws a perfect game the next time, right? Like, this is, this is what we've seen. Uh, but, again, you know, it, just like a batter, right? If they're in a big slump, right, they're bound to come out of it. Um, I, I guess I could go with Bradley here, but Castillo hasn't really been that great himself either. Uh, but this, these are two pitchers kind of trying to find their groove. Right. So, uh, again, not a game that I had on my docket today, but uh, – Yeah, line, right now, it, right? line like, right now for uh, – run line right now for Seattle is 130, and over-under is 7.5. And, and, you know, I'm – I'm with that line, I'm still liking Se- – or I'm still liking the Rays here, man. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, I forgot to mention, too, with that Marlins-Braves game, uh, we – both teams uh, implied run total, right? And this is something that everybody could do. Uh, go check out, um, was it fantasylabs.com? 
uh, the Vegas tab over there, and then you can see all the different uh, run, you know, line movements throughout the team's implied run totals and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's not rocket science what we're doing. You got to, you know, you take a look at that chart, you see where the markets are going, and you go against it, man. It's it's beautiful stuff. It's been working to perfection this week. <laughs> trajectory, kind of like that ball striking right there on your uh, on your golf uh, your golf swing, your four stroke there. All right, hey, let's talk about the the late game. Did you have that going down? Did you got the Giants and the Mets at all? No, because uh, we're actually trying to beat the rain here with golf today. But it looks like you know the the entire you know Northeast is going to get blanketed by rain today. So. I have a feeling if they had odds on this game getting rained out, I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely take it on the rain out. I don't even think they're going to play. All right, um, that's you know. Well, that's, what a, but I did have one last. I had one last pick. Uh, sure, let's go. Always a three for out there uh, over on Dodgers Royals. So Tony Gonsolin, he's you know he had a decent start there, but he's kind of come come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, the main thing here is the run line movement for both teams. A lot of sports books already have this total at uh, 10, right. and it opens at 8.5. So I, I got it there at 9.5. I like 9.5 with big, heavy, minus one form of juice. I think most people are going to get it at 10. But uh, Brady Singer's a guy that can definitely get masked up by the Dodgers offense today. So uh, over 9.5 for me. But still, I think 10 is a pretty good number. Uh, you know, sort of the same thing, right? Like, uh, Royals won the game last night. Uh, you know, Dodgers won won the series opener. But I think that you know we're probably going to see a pretty good ball game today that can go right down to the wire. So if we get that backboard of extra innings as well. I mean, let's have it. Folks. Yeah, in Kaufman too. You know what I mean? And especially with the way that JD Martinez has been swinging the lumber. You know, lately here for the Dodgers, man. I like how I like the offensive output for the Dodgers. I don't. I think they're going to get more. Uh, than just the five or six runs that they're favored here. Um, to me, man, it's it's really it, it's all about just the three, four, five. I mean, clearly the three, four, five for the Dodgers. But but man, what's nasty is that back into the lineup too. It's just like everything's starting, and it's bad. It's bad for the little for the, for the smaller clubs in baseball right now because the uh, the stalwarts, right? Like the the brand names, like the Dodgers and the Yankees, their lineups are starting to wake up. It's starting to get the middle of the you know middle of the season here. We're almost to you know to the All Star break, uh, you know, in, in midsummer the dead you know the dead end of the summer here, and you're starting to see the stalwarts start to wake up, which means they could be on the move um, during the time uh, for the trade. Uh, for the trade deadline to be buyers, which kind of scares me as an Orioles fan. And if you're a Rangers fan, you might want to be thinking that, about this too, because you know when the big boys come to play and it's buying season, man, where are you guys going to be? Is it sellers? Is it sell or buy? And we're seeing we're seeing clubs like this with the Angels right now. You got Shohei Otani leading the league in baseball with home runs, but where's he going to go now? If look, if the Angels would just solidify that roster just a little bit, the Angels could kind of make a run at this thing. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It, no, man. look, they're not five hundred. No, they're never. not five hundred. Look, they're above five hundred right now, but they could make a push if they actually went all in and tried to make a push at this thing. <laughs> That's just my opinion. It's That's not my take. Happen, why though. sell? Why sell your guy? Why don't you look? Why don't you show him that you're investing into him, and then try to get pieces? He's going to be a Dodger by the end of the season. That's terrible. That's terrible. I hate. That's terrible for baseball. I hate that. The rich get richer. Wow. You the know rich what I just realized? What? That so, I like the little guys. So I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about to. I'm about to turn 39 on Wednesday, right? And Happy early birthday. That I get. Thank you. The golf cart that I grabbed, number 39. How about that? You're probably, hey, get a scratch off, Walsh. You're probably going to hit something. You're, you're uh, or, or go to, you know, go to the casinos, man. Go, go to the casinos. Or, or, we could just, or we could just have a 15-1-1 one one week. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. That hey, man, unfortunately, that's all the time we got for this segment. We got to let you go, um, and uh, we got to go pay some bills. But, hey, you keep stroking it. You keep stroking it like Billy Squire, all right? I will do it, and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry that, you know, bad, uh, what do we call that? Uh, bad uh, Etiquette? I, I don't know. Etiquette. Yes, 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 that's the word I was looking for. 
dead etiquette today being on the golf course, but it's supposed to rain in a few hours, so we're trying to get this in today before that. No, so I, I understand. I understand completely, buddy. Hey, nothing but love here all the time, man. And still, it was fun. It was entertaining radio, to say the least. And we, it was knowledgeable. We got Indeed. some good picks. We, it was informative. And uh, you're the best in the business for a reason, man. You were multitasking. All right. Later, Walsh. Be good, man. Get him. And there he goes. It's Bayonne Zone. You can find him on Twitter at 14a.walsh. Making one hell of a segment here for the Wagner Wire. Don't go nowhere. On the other side of this bad boy, we got Smash or Pass. Every hour brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. 512-255-8678. Or go to avconsultations.com right now to see the gallery of projects that they've done over the past 32 years in setting the standard in audiovisual automation. It's 512-255-8678. avconsultations.com. Don't go nowhere. It's the Wagner Wire. Just had Al Walsh from, uh, I don't know what golf course, but it was hole five and it didn't sound like he was doing too well. I know, but he did sound like it was like the beginning of Panama. Every time he got into the golf cart, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) Panama. Love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) Little Eddie Van Halen right there. Hell yeah, man. Always a good time for Van Halen. You know what always is a good time too? You know what always is a good time too? Smash your bass. Oh, it's okay time sometimes. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Even though we don't have Sam Pika, we got Chad behind the glass. Let's hit it. Let's get that Sam Pikachu ready for you. Welcome. To I was like, with America's the music that just came in before this, I was like, I'm not sure who's behind the glass. Jack or Chad? Because it's like, it's, it's very cool. Today's contestants. It's Adam. Hey, guys. It's Chad who's going to be playing. I think he's going to play. Now, here's your host. Justin, and of course, Smash Simmons. You all can play at home. Just don't text while driving. You can do it on the text line, 512-337-3776, brought to you by our friends at Specs. So uh, let's keep it easy this week because I know we got a lot going on. So I went and made sure I got the best stuff for you. So okay. let's start <laughs> off easy. Okay. Smash or pass The Rock playing Kratos in the God of War movie. Um... Man, this is tough for me. I'm uh, trying to start off with an easy one, man. I'm sorry. Because, I mean, I'm very passionate about The Rock. Like, I love everything that he does. Everything that he touches is usually really good. Um, it used uh, like, to be. Like, Black, it Black, I mean, Black Adam. Do I need to watch that movie, Wags, by the way? I've never seen it. It's on my DVR. i never watched it. I've watched, like, the first couple <laughs> minutes. Do I need to finish it? You definitely need to finish it. Okay. Definitely need, and you need to watch the credits. Because I trust to, Dwayne, I do. I trust him, need, but I just haven't done it yet. But you need, I, got there. I mean, you'll watch it one time. Okay, but you need to watch all through the credits. Okay, fair enough. But then that's it. Okay, <laughs> but then that's <laughs> it. Like, that's so, all. Sidebar: At some point, at some point, you and I need to discuss the Flash as well. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, we can get. We can, yeah. Right. We, but we will, we'll get. We'll get there. Nerding out. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. We're gonna get there. In this okay. Show. So this is tough for me. Um, I in. God of War is probably one of my favorite franchises Easily. of video games. Santa Monica Studios does fantastic with this. Um, Been a fan since the first one. Uh, exactly. And it has the lore, right? Yeah. It has grown. It has gone from Greek mythology. And also, I studied mythology over at the University of Texas. So Welcome. I am one hell of a nerd, all right? There you go. Um, so it's gone from uh, Greek mythology, and now we've touched into Norse mythology. Okay? So... Can The Rock, let me ask you this. How was The Rock in Hercules for you? I haven't seen it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, it, it's kind of classic Scorpion. It's kind of classic Rock with the Scorpion. I bought him as a Scorpion King. I am not on this level then of nerddom, can, though. Then you this can is, buy him. Yeah, like the God of War, whatever you okay. guys are talking about. I'm not familiar with okay. what it is. Then so I'm just going to trust Dwayne. I'm going to say it. he'll smash it. You'll love it. Yes. You'll love it. I'm smashing with Dwayne. For okay. me, it's going to be kind I, I kind of want to pass on this. Understandable, and I'm I wanna... just because I'm, s- I'm just because I'm so 
intimate, in, intimately yeah. involved with a lot of things going into this. I can tell you're nervous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna, like, this, yeah, you're nervous. Be, I can tell. It's going to be amazing it's, or it's going to be awful. Well, right. Well, yeah. Me, like, Which is me, my trailer for The Flash, <laughs> incidentally. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Let me. That was my that was my teaser trailer for the for The Flash. <laughs> Let me follow up that question because we were talking about pro wrestling earlier. We have a similar question. Smash or pass Dave Bautista playing Kratos in the God of War movie? Now, I think he has more that range. That I could do, bro. That I could see Bautista yep. in because he's just ang- he's just furious. I mean, smash, 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 smash. Smash on this for sure. After what he pulled off in Guardians sure. and the other 100. stuff, I love Dave. Love what he's and, done. And he, he had the mark. He had old school markings of Drax that kind of resembled Kratos. So the persona is already there. Right, yeah. if you kind of think about it, I it'd mean, be, it'd be hard for him to kind of shed the Drax persona, right? Because I mean, it, it's still typecasting either way. You look at this, yeah, but, but he has so much more range than The Rock, though. I think, like he's think, really good about I tapping think, into his emotions. One hundred percent. I think Batista yeah. is fantastic. I'm, I am, I'm, dude. I didn't even see. I can't believe I didn't have the foresight. To Nobody see really part. talked about it, and I'm like, okay, well, we got another wrestler that's really good at acting in Batista, and he's I think he'd so be perfect good. for and this. He, and Batista. Batista can can give you moments on the film with just his face and no dialogue. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just the way he reacts and looks Absolutely. at you, he just he can just win you over that way. He, he's so damn charismatic. Did man. you just did, captivate you? Did you guys see Cabin in the Woods? No. no. He's incredible. Cabin in the Woods is pretty good, huh? He's incredible no in that way. movie. Okay. He's, he's unbelievably good. Okay, Cabin in the Woods. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. if you got to know what you're getting into. It's a very spooky, yeah. eerie, yeah. is it a Midnight M. Night Shyamalan or somebody like that? It's one of those kind of movies. I'm but sold. Dave is magical. And all four of them are really good. All four of the folks that show up at the cabin for this weird reason, you're trying to figure out what's going on. But Dave is like the leader, and he's so good. Uh, he steals it. He's creepy as hell, too, man. Oh, it's man. just like you fear for everyone else around him when he speaks, you know, three words. Dude, I, I love crazy. him. I love Dave in, in 2049, in Blade Runner 2049. He had that little part. Oh, I didn't know he was, he was in was there. Fan- he's fantastic. He, and that's just it. When he's on camera... He's hard to take your eyes off of. Dave's awesome. He's awesome. Rewatching those scenes with like Drax where he's, like you said, saying very little, but he's making you laugh. The little thing where he in, thinks he's invisible. The I mean, nut, yeah, just little. Right. I'm almost positive oh. he can't see me. He's, he's and brilliant. He's so damn. And you can see uh, you can see Gamora. You can see, uh, what what is her name? What's, what's oh, the, the actress's what's name? What's the actress' name that plays Dang. Gamora? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. You can see her almost break character. Yeah, she just right. Like, <laughs> she just, like, can't hold it together. Imagine her trying to be around Dave Bautista yeah. and Chris Pratt trying to get a, 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 a scene in on James Gunn's set. All right, where are we going? That'd be no crazy, chance. man. Hey, let's, I'm, but I'm smashing hard. I'm smashing I'm, hard on Dave Batista I'm, I'm, as crazy. I'll take Dave, yep. I'm glad you guys said that. I'm trying to put that into TikTok and trying to manifest that for Dave Batista so he can thank us if it actually does happen. <laughs> He's you not going to thank us. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if he did. It'd be nice if he did. Let us know what you think on the Specs text line. Would Dave Batista make a great Krotos? Smash or pass that in the God of War movie. 512-337-3776. Real quick, they're saying hey to chat out there. They appreciate it, all of us working out here today. We appreciate the leader, the leader listening. coming in and directing us in and off these radio airwaves, man. That's what happens when there's nobody to fill the place. Chad comes in and makes Hell sure yeah, everything man. happens. I just, I, I just hope everybody that would be here would be sitting here is enjoying their hangover this morning. That's that's <laughs> all I care about. Y'all enjoy whatever you're enjoying. They're adding to it, man. They're yeah, baby. The hair of the dog. That's man. what we're doing. <laughs> the hair of the dog. It is Fourth of July weekend, and that means one of the most Americana things possible. It is the Nathan's Famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. So, simple question, my friends, and all you on the Specs test line. Uh, smash or pass the Nathan's Famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. And when I say that, I mean actually sitting there and watching it. Now, it depends. Are these glizzies hot? Uh, the glizzies are served lukewarm because they're trying to prevent mouth burning. <laughs> I read that yesterday oh, night. So many ways. With this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be the old man and ask what a glizzy is. What, what, what are we doing? Dog. Oh, that's the hot dog. Yeah, that's the hot dog. It's a glizzy. hot dog plane. Uh, I'm gonna pass on this. I can't watch it. It's too gross for me. It's just gross. The no, stuff I coming out you. the nose and the mouth. Ma- <laughs> like, you. do I want an American to win? Sure. And I'll sort of find out later what happened. But sitting down and going through it all. Let's promote obesity. Absolutely not. It's not even that, Wags. Like, it's I appreciate bad. the ability to do it. 
But if they could just keep it all in their body and not and like dipping it in the water, it just gets so gross and it's unrealistic to it's me. Technique. It, it, well, it, well, like, it's surreal. It's definitely surreal. How many hot dogs can you eat? Two, maybe. I mean, on a good day, on a good day, how the, many could you polish off in that time frame they give you? Oh, like, oh no, I'm just, I, maybe four or five. You in know, that time frame. That was tough. You're, but, a, you're, a, you're a warrior. But I want to do it legit. Like, yeah, bring it up sure. there. I'm like one of these old NASCAR sure. fans that says, it's, it's not stock cars anymore. But <laughs> bring them a hot plate of hot dogs. Tell them they've got to eat the bun and the and the bun and the hot dog. But also, you can't dip it in water. Like, let's chill out. Give them their beverage of choice. Can and put, then let's roll a, a little, timer and we see we what happens. Put a little mustard on there, or maybe just one condiment. Oh yeah, can we get one condiment get something. on there? That's you ought to make them make them eat like the equivalent of like a small bottle of mustard. Oh, like at the no, ver- at the very end, make chestnut like kill like whatever Nathan's oh, connect. Chase it down. Does Nathan oh, just do mustard? Do they have mustard? I don't know if they have their own. Frenches does bring French in French's. as a partner. Have yes. a little French's. Make him down a quick little, you know, a little uh, little eight ouncer. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh. You know, Duke Mayo would have been all over that. Exactly. Oh. No, I'm passing ah. that. I don't need that. I love the fourth, and and I hope yeah. I hope they all do well. But it's gross. Yeah, I can't I'm, watch I, it. I'm not. I've never. I've never once watched it. You never watched no. this. I've never watched. Oh, watched I've wa- I'm not saying I've never watched it. I'm and I might peek in accidentally. I just <laughs> accidentally. But Justin's asking, is it in my plans? Yeah. No, no, no it's, yeah, not. it's not. I, but I've never. I'm letting you know, like I've never watched. I've never actually sat down to watch it. Yeah. Like I've never. I've seen. I've seen highlights on ESPN. In fact, here's what I do a lot of times. I literally will record it, then fast forward through, and I just watch the counter. I don't watch Joey. I watch the counter. Yeah, how many hot dogs? Oh, look, 40, 50, 60. Oh, he's a beast. He's a beast. Good job, Joey. And I and I delete it. Then I'm done. Oh man. Oh my yeah, god. That's how I watch it. I don't think I don't I don't think I could get anywhere over three, man. Well, you well, know I mean, well, just three regular glizzies that, with no bread, no uh no condiments or anything like that. Let, let me ask you this, because that was gonna be my follow-up question, and I have the official rules for you. Smash or pass being able to down 12 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. And, yes, Ooh. you can use condiments because condiments are allowed. No way. They There's just don't use 10? them. 10 in how long? 12. Uh, if you can do 12, 12 in 10 12 minutes. In 10 if minutes. I could do 12 in 10 minutes. No. Now, let me preface that by saying Joey Chestnut last year, the defending champion, ate 63 hot dogs in that amount of time. And then the women's champion, Mickey Sudo, ate 40 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Great for Joey and great for Mickey. Like, I... I know me. The way <laughs> again, like, the I way me. I eat hot dogs, maybe five. <laughs> I don't even. Maybe I don't think I can get over three because maybe. I'm gonna have mustard, chili. Right, right. Those are my two. That's my go-to. Okay. Mustard, now, chili, maybe a little cheese. That's what I do. All right. Are are you? Do you have any more Smash or Pass questions? Uh, I can fit one more in okay. there for you. All right, because I got a question for you after after this. All right, I, I got a question for you guys. I, I just I saw this real quick on social media. Uh, we'll, te- Jay- we'll tease my we'll have my question teased, and then we'll we'll pick it back up on the other. All side. right, because I know you want to talk about some sports here somewhere. Jalen Ramsey from the cornerback from the Dolphins saying that he could put up ten points in an NBA game. Smash or pass Jalen Ramsey actually putting up ten points in a real NBA basketball game. All pro cornerback, super athletic, but do you think he could? Do- I, I haven't seen him shoot a jumper. He looks okay. But if Ben Simmons is is in the league, <laughs> I think Jalen Ramsey could score. It is a vague enough statement and a long enough season. Smash, smash, it. absolutely smash. Have you seen some of the defense in yeah. December? A lot of opportunity. Come there. on, oh, yeah, that's I, true. My first, my first thought break. was: Are we talking about play, playoffs or are we talking about regular NBA? But I thought about that too since you first, said it, and I was like, first. in playoff basketball, I don't. We got see a it lot happening. of basketball to talk about too. Yeah. I can't wait to touch about basketball. Me man. too, man. Can't wait to talk about a uh, great smash or pass, dude. All right, so let me ask you guys a question, and we'll talk about it on the other side. All right, when you're going with the hot dog, first off, is it hot dog over hamburger or cheeseburger for your Independence Day celebration? Mm -hmm. And when you do the hot dog, is it the chili cheese or the mustard? Now, look, things will dictate how you do this, and we'll talk about your buns on the other side. (laughs) 